All right. Mike Domowak. Domi is back on the podcast clearly this week. Yep. Sitting up straight. Here we are. Looking long and lean. We are out at the American <laughs> River Parkway in Sacramento. And um, we're excited about today because we are joining somebody who we used to cover as an athlete who has now just become a really good friend. 2008 gold medalist, Gabe Gardner. Gabe Gardner. Volleyball player. It's like everybody's taller than us. <laughs> yeah, the streak continues. But do you remember that Gabe and his lovely wife Lauren were the last Olympians we spoke to before the pandemic started? Yes. Oh, yeah. We went to his house to do the very unlikely question, could the Olympics get canceled or delayed? <laughs> and you and I went, Gabe's like laughing like you guys are fools. Yeah. Um, we, you and I went in and we're like, there's no way you uh -uh. stop a train as Never. big as the Olympics. And Gabe said, I think it's off in two weeks. Yeah. But he had inside information. We <laughs> now know. Because he he's taller. <laughs> That's not why he had it. He had it because he knows people. We don't okay, know the right it. people. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, we're back. Gabe is back on the podcast a year later. You know what happened. Do you need to turn that sound off? What is that? That's... That's KCRA <laughs> alert. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to be talking about something we've cooked up with Gabe called the 21 Day Challenge. And this is a challenge for all of us during the Olympics and a few days before to make up the 21 days to get our health back on track. So it's a challenge where we're going to all try to move. We're going to be inspired by the Olympians. You're going to be vaulting like Simone Biles. It's going to be amazing. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. You're going to be so motivated, lean and trim. It's going to be great. And we're excited to have Gabe Gardner back on the Diagnast Podcast. Olympians, they're just different. Sure, they're fitter and faster, but they're mentally different too. Because when the body breaks down, the Olympic mindset takes over. And this year, with the first ever delayed Olympics, that mindset is more important than ever. My name is Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and I have covered the last 10 Olympics for Hearst Television. 20 years of studying and, well, obsessing about how Olympians do life. These are the stories of how Team USA's athletes get to the top of a podium and how you can get some Olympic edge in your life coming out of one of the most challenging years ever for all of us. This is Dying to Ask, The Road to Tokyo. Gabe Gardner, you knew last year that the Olympics was about to be canceled, didn't you? Let's just let's just go right there. I had an instinct born over many years <laughs> <laughs> that uh, no, I, I was really lucky in calling that. I didn't. You I didn't called know. it. I called it just out of luck. I didn't. I I, I don't want to take any credit for inside. Oh, go ahead student. and take it. Take it. Okay, uh, I, I I will say though, um, with my involvement on the Olympic Foundation still, and you know the CEO of the U.S. Olympic Committee and I are close, and we're on this board together. That there was a lot that sports in general, obviously the universities and colleges had a very interesting year, um, and then the Olympics were kind of reeling once the pandemic kicked. So I, I felt like there was enough going on that it was it was going to be impacted. I was sure it couldn't be canceled, but then again, I know nothing. So, <laughs> but it, it was interesting, you know, how quickly things start happening. Yeah. So I think, I think the three of us and, and Lauren, your wife, yeah. um, also an Olympic medalist in synchronized swimming. Um, we, we met and we were still at that point in March where you were kind of joking like, Oh, should we hug? Should we not? Yeah. And Oh, let's take yeah. a picture and make sure we're standing far apart because we didn't really get it. And yeah. now like, you know, more than a year later, not only do we get, well, we didn't get it, any of us here, but, but we got like how crazy it really got. So here we are, here yeah. we are. Just couldn't believe it. Not, they don't cancel that stuff. No. And, and it's, I mean, I think if you look back through the history, they've stopped wars to hold the Olympics. 
they're 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 worse. The peace treaties have been signed to still host the Olympics. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy, but it shows you how much the pandemic impacted, you know, the entire world in a way that we've never seen. So yeah. it's it's, you know, here we are, full circle. We're almost a year later. Would you say it, about we're a more little than bit, a year little later. bit more we're than more. a year later than so that call when we met. And now it's all about the reset, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about going forward, moving forward, and getting back to as close to life as normal as we can get. And one of that is getting getting fit with the Olympics, right? Getting in now, shape, because a lot of people, well, people had these grand plans during quarantine, you know, I'm gonna get a six pack, I'm gonna learn a language, I'm going to cure cancer, like none of that happened. No. Oh, and if yeah. it did happen for you, don't talk about it, okay? Yeah. Well, I mean, you see people coming out of the pandemic, like several of my friends have been Okay, since the bars are open, <laughs> I've seen my friends. It's like, oh my God, the guy is three times the size. Oh yeah. I, what happened? Been, yeah, there's <laughs> been a lot of that. I mean, a lot of people, you know, kind of. I think people had really good intentions, and then, you know, a year's a long time. So, yeah. people are just kind of feeling off, and life's starting to reopen, and people are going back to work if they've been working from home and school, and you know, all that. So, we've been talking for years. Like, wouldn't it be great to do an Olympic challenge? on TV or a challenge during the Olympics. Mm. And I remember you talked about this a couple years ago. You're like, this would be really great. And I said, you know, I, I would love it, but I'm always at the Olympics. I yeah. can't really yeah. host, I can't do that from, you yeah. know, far away. Yeah. Well, hello pandemic. Dami and I are not going to be in Tokyo this year. So we started talking and I said, you know what? This is a great time to do a 21 day challenge because we'll be here yeah. and we're sad we're not there. So I need a distraction. And so <laughs> <laughs> this will be it. So let's talk about like this idea of the Olympic challenge. Cause you've actually done this in your personal life with friends and family over the years. Yeah. So it's, it, it all, it all occurred to me kind of just couch surfing, watching the Olympics and remembering back to when I went to the Olympics. What do you watch on when you're watching the Olympics? Like oh, what do you Oh, as much as in? I can. Like everything? Oh yeah. I mean, I think every athlete in every sport is amazing so and they've all are the best of the best and they're you know yeah. and to get to get to those qualifications they probably beat three other people that were just as good as them but didn't have a good day especially for like swimming or some mm -hmm. of these one day qualification sports so i do watch um pretty much everything i can and i'm always fascinated by the sports that i don't watch and i watch and i go wow this is a really interesting sport so i'm just a fanatic for all of it so you're sitting on the couch i'm sitting on the couch and I go, you know what? The Olympics were never a restful event for me. Why should they be now that I'm retired? Every time, every day that I was at the Olympics, even some days before and until the closing ceremonies at the very least, I was always active. Even if we were hurting and, you know, completely beat up from a game the night before, we would still do like an active recovery, meaning like a short jog or stretch, and we do something active in an in-between day. So, I, so my, my thesis was, I was active for the entire Olympics for many, many years. Why not be active when I'm not in the Olympics? Let's do a challenge where I have to be active every single day of the Olympics. Okay. And that's kind of where it created. And then I started asking people like, Hey, you want to do this challenge with me? We're going to, all you have to, the only qualification is do something for the entire Olympics. If I'm one of your friends, I would be scared if you came at me with that. <laughs> I'd be like, 
what do you think he means by that? <laughs> but you are one of my friends. I know. And you're not scared anymore. Well, so I'm not scared much court. anymore. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if I was one of your friends who wasn't, like, used to this whole, like, Olympic insanity, yeah. I would imagine that might be a little bit overwhelming. But the truth is you're not, like, saying I want you to be a gold medal volleyball player. No. I just want you to get out and, like, move your backside for yeah. 10 minutes a yes. day. Yeah. It's, it's all about, like, the, the challenge is really related to staying active for a consecutive period of time without any breaks on days like you don't have a day off that's where it really becomes challenging and you can we all know that like life gets ahead of us and we can say oh you know i i i, I had this and i did this with my kids and i went to work all day and then i came home and i only had this small window where i could possibly do something okay i'll do it tomorrow mm -hmm. that happens to all of us yeah. myself included so it's really that's where the the tough part of the challenge comes in is like no, I have to do something for 21 days. Even if it's just 15 minutes, I'm gonna go outside, I'm gonna walk around my block and say hi to neighbors and make sure I go on a nice walk with my dog or something. That's, that's something. all it is, something. Just something. Just something. What do you like to do recreation-wise, like physical-wise? So I, I love to play tennis, I love to swim, um, I like to play golf, I like to do everything except volleyball nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? That requires a lot of jumping and um, another guy, a, right? And a lot of hitting, and the, you know, and and when when you're a retired Olympian and people watch you play volleyball and you're not as good as you used to be, it's ah. kind of tough. There's a little bit of pride mixed in there, but I am totally fine not being the best player on the court for tennis or any other sport and getting better at it. So that is so. Funny. It's a, yeah. It's, it's it's very honest though. I'm trying. I'm I'm. I've reflected on this a lot. Why am I not playing as much volleyball as I should? And it's, it's you know, part of it's to, to be totally honest, our culture in Sacramento is not as volleyball centric as it would be by the beach cities or sure. the coast where there's beach and there's courts everywhere and a lot of people are playing on weekends, but that's no excuse. I could right. play volleyball here if I wanted. That is so funny. But I bet, that, I bet a lot of athletes feel that way, you know, because I would imagine that you'd be afraid somebody would be like, wow she's not what she used to be yeah 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 it's totally true i mean it's there are things that i could do on a volleyball court my entire life that took a lot of years of muscle memory and training and and some of that comes back like i'd say like 70 percent of that comes back but now at, at 45 it's like for very short periods of time so i couldn't play a whole game and not make a ton of errors and volleyball is the kind of sport and a lot of sports are where errors are part of it yeah. So limiting the errors over time is actually the key to like being a good volleyball player. Interesting. You know what I think would be a great reality show is Olympic All-Stars. So you bring everybody <laughs> back like 10, NBC's going to steal this, 10, 20 years later and they compete in their sports and you see like who's still got it. Oh, that would be cool, actually. Well, that would be people good would want idea. to do that. Nobody would want to <laughs> do it. But be... if you're competing with other people your age, yeah. that would be cool. I think that That's a great idea. Up. I know. Well, there you go. Somebody take it. Someone yeah. steal it. Yeah, might as Make well. some money off of it. I'd love yeah, to be a doctor be making some money off those guys. <laughs> but I bet, I bet you both know people in your own lives that, like, have are challenged to have, stay active, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, so do you think they would get on board with this I, challenge? I do, um, with a little bit of pressure, a little like well-placed peer pressure, I think is always good, especially for trying to get, well, not always good, let me, before somebody emails me about that, I just mean like accountability. Yeah. When you tell people you're going to do stuff, you're much more likely to do yeah. it. So you tell me you're gonna do it, and you're probably gonna text me, and I'm gonna tell Tommy, hey, what'd you do for your challenge today? Share it on social media, yeah. um, something like that. 
I think that that really helps yeah. do it. So I think so. Why not? Well, you, when you tag it, like I'm thinking about tagging my high school class because we all just turned 60, 61 this year. And everybody is doing stuff. If I put something on a social media, like Facebook, and say, hey, I, what's your best album of this year? Boom. Mm-hmm. I get 20 responses. Uh, you say, what was your workout today? What was your you workout go, today? Perfect. And oh, by the way, if you introduce it in that way to like a group, like a class, like your high school class, or your old team, or a friend of mine who's recovering from heart surgery, I think it's going to go off pretty well. I yeah. love that. Um, so tell us a couple hacks that Olympians use to stay on track with stuff. Give us some like mental, some like Jedi mind tricks. Yeah, from, sure. So you the, know, the camp. I think the most important one that I've always found is, and you touched on it briefly, is just finding like someone that you're going to do it with, what I call accountability partner, whether that's your spouse or your kids or a, a great friend or even someone you don't know that well where you're just like, hey, on social media, like, hey, I'm tracking this with social media. I think that's great. And that's the biggest hack for me. The, the, the number two hack is just knowing like mentally, the end, the end goal, when you get to the closing ceremonies, you're gonna feel and appreciate what you just went through. It's, it will be a, a challenge that you feel a sense of accomplishment at the end with. And so, sort of preparing mentally for the end game it, it's it's not a marathon but it it's going to feel at times like it's easy to forget about a day or to want to skip over a day and that's where getting that whole 21 days in and knowing that the end you're going to feel a real sense of accomplishment it's totally doable and, and 21 days is a really accepted amount of time to start a habit yeah. which is great it's a good round number do you guys know why 21 days is the habit number <laughs> this is a great story no, I no, this is a true story. Back in the 1950s, there was this doctor, he's a plastic surgeon, and he started noticing that when he did facelifts on his patients, it took them an average of 21 days to recognize their new face. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? It makes me push my forehead up. <laughs> no, it's a true story. Um, I mean, according to Google, it's a true story. So 21 days became this like accepted amount to start a habit. So I think that after 21 days, if you haven't been moving much, you're at least on your way and then you can form some new goals. And if you have been moving, you've just got a nice streak still going. So we'll go with 21 days. The um, opening ceremony is on a Friday, but we're gonna start the challenge on a Monday so you have a couple of warm up days. And then we'll keep you up to date on what we're doing for our challenge. And I like the idea of trying something new. So I would like you to try running, Gabe. Okay. You are not what one would call a willing natural. runner. <laughs> you were going to say natural, I was going to say willing. Um, and then how about you teach me some volleyball? Because I have a deathly fear of ball sports. <laughs> I would love that. This is so exciting. <laughs> I am terrified okay. of ball sports Yeah, that, for many reasons. Well, I, I like picking up, I mean, that's a great, this is, this 21 day challenge isn't, is also about just experiencing the Olympics, being exposed to all the sports and the great you know atmosphere and and the camaraderie of the olympics but you know kind of try to recreate that yourself and try something new i think yeah. that's a great little tagline to it you too. should ask lauren your wife um some tips in synchro she was a synchronized swimmer <laughs> i can't, i don't think i'm qualified flexibility wise <laughs> to do any kind of synchro i have one what she calls a split rocket um, uh, but, uh, I don't know about she, that. So it's it's where you go upside down and you split your legs like almost parallel with the water. Yeah. Which which mine are like this. So I tried to do it, and she has a photo in our house of my split rocket next to her split mm. rocket, and it doesn't it doesn't look too good. Well, 
I've got a visual. I think everybody Ooh. does at this point. I love it. Okay, so try something new. Yeah. Get out and move. All right, let's wrap up real quick with a couple of just um, like rapid fire Olympic questions. Sure. Best Olympic memory from 2008? Um, I think best Olympic memory is twofold. First of all, it was Michael Phelps stealing my um, ice tub after oh. I left it. So I, I, was, I was in an ice bath. I was fully immersed. I went out for one minute to see a doctor. I came back and Michael Phelps was in my ice bath. And I said, he said, oh, were you in here? And I go, all right, you're Michael Phelps. You can stay in that one. So that was my, that was my one, one kind of funny off the cuff memory. But he took I, your used ice? Yeah. Wow. I think that, I think wow. this, well. Slightly yeah. used ice. Was he wearing goggles? Well, he, but it was a big tub, right? It was yeah. a big tub, oh, yeah. like full immersion body. So I wasn't going to be like, get out of my ice tub. You know? <laughs> Michael Phelps, sir. Uh, once you win eight gold medals while you're at it. Yeah. You know? um, no, so that it's was. It's only seven more than you got at yes. that same Olympics. <laughs> yes. Come on. So, so the, the, um, the second memory was just, I think, like, so we had a pretty tragic event with our coach at the very beginning of the Olympics, if you remember back. There, our coach's um, wife at the time, her parents were stabbed on the, in oh, the yeah. tower um, before the Olympics started, like the day, day just before Olymp opening ceremony. So that was like a, a really traumatic event for our team because our, our head coach now was completely taking care of his family and not coaching us at all. I, I had completely forgotten about that. Yeah. So that was like, and, and I think around all that, the only thing I was thinking at the time is this is a huge distraction. Like, how are we going to compete with all this going on? Because we were getting talked to about by like security forces, all our families were freaked out that were coming over. There was a lot going on in those first couple of days of the Olympics to, to like focus on a gold medal was like kind of, kind of beside everybody. So I think the, the best memory that I had was really after like that didn't really subside because the trauma of that event still affected everybody on our team and our coach. But we got to a point where we were playing good enough and we, we placed well in our pool that I think everybody like sort of clicked, like we could still win in spite of what's happened. And even better, we can win um, as sort of an honor to Hugh's father-in-law that did pass away and his mother-in-law that was severely hospitalized due to the stabbing and his wife that witnessed it all. Yeah. So it was sort of like, an, it became like calling, kind of a calling card for, for us not to use it as an excuse. So my biggest memory was like, not actually sitting on the podium and like looking back at me like we did it, but more like the click that happened when we realized we could do it. And some, and that happened sort of that happened sort of like right in the medal rounds leading up to it. So in our quarterfinal game, we had a super hard, um, we played Serbia and we were super hard. We won that and like we knew we were going to Russia to, to play for going to the gold medal match. And that Russian match was like one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. They just replayed it recently. Um, and it was like close and it was a battle and like some somehow just coming out on top of that and that click that just happened like we could win it like was a big deal. And that click that you're talking about is that click that everybody gets in a fitness or health journey. There is a click that goes on, it's mental, it's physical, and when it clicks and it sticks, it's kind of magical because yeah. you just feel different. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. It's that, 
that click, I think, could happen in this challenge too, to be honest. I mean, you get two weeks in, and I've done this challenge before everyone who's listening, so it's, it's not easy, I know it's not, but it does sort of click after you've done like two weeks of it, you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm feeling better, I'm like I can do this, I can get to the end. So I, I, I totally agree with you on that. I do think, um, Deirdre, you kind of touched on it earlier with the, the reset, right? Like this whole, like we all need resets in our lives and what a great time Everyone. to do that. And, and then, you know, we're not saying like this challenge is going to, um, you know, carry on for the next years. Like you're gonna, we expect you to work out or do something every day. I think it's healthy to do some kind of activity every day. And hopefully people will see that even just a walk around the block or something is considered activity. But what I would, would encourage people to do is to try to kickstart it you know, and, and mentally and like physically, it's going to be a great reboot for all of us. It's the reboot. That's, yeah. it's our Olympic reboot. And I love that after this last year. Totally. All right. 21 day challenge. I'm we're in. in. We're in. Oh, I'm in, in it to win it. All right. Thanks, Gabe. <laughs> You're Good welcome. luck. Thank you, guys. I'm be checking on you. All right. I'm going to be checking on myself and you. <laughs> <laughs>